0: Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in today's episode, we're talking about the BMS system, the building management system, and its role as the core of the smart building. I'm joined today by Dario Incovaria. He is the global uh, head of BMS software at, uh, at Siemens Building Products, which is in smart infrastructure. Dario, thank you for joining us.
1: Hey John. thanks for having me today.
0: Happy to be here. It's my absolute pleasure, uh, and I'm excited to talk about this topic because, uh, you know, in, in this show, we've talked a lot about a, a, a lot of different topics when it comes to to building technology, let's call it, and and the building management system is one of those core aspects which we haven't really touched on. Let's start right at the start of the topic. Can you give us a very quick introduction uh, for everyone out there so we're on, sa- on the same page? What is a building management system?
1: Yes, I mean, you said it, I mean, definitely BM core uh, a product, a core uh, contributor of, of buildings, of digital buildings of today. Uh, to explain what a BMS is, uh, let me give you some example about what uh, needs our customer are having today that could well explain why we need a BMS in the first place. So our customers have uh, many challenges. They have uh, buildings, and those buildings, they have much many uh, types of devices in it. They have uh, devices from the building automation, heating, ventilation, air conditioning, but they do also have uh, devices to to control the safety of the people, for example, in terms of uh, fire protection, but also security, uh, video cameras, uh, intrusion Mm -hmm. systems, access control. But you can also extend to meters uh, to to control the consumption of the energy. And then you can extend it to many more devices of uh, any type of discipline, thanks to the industrial protocol like BACnet, Modbus. So all of those devices finally are there for a purpose individual proposed, but all mm-hmm. in all, they are there to keep the building safe, comfortable, uh, secure for the people that are inside the building or for the asset that are mm-hmm. inside the building. Our customers need uh, an easy way to make sure that the buildings, doesn't matter what is in it, they really can perform at the best of their capacity. But in addition to that, they also need to be compliant with a lot of regulation in the different industries, mm-hmm. which is also a, a high challenge for our customer. And last but not least, uh, all those devices that I mentioned before, from the different disciplines, they are now generating a lot of data every single day. Now, data do not really create a big value if they cannot uh, be, uh, no, uh, attached to a meaning in a way that uh, the customer and the operators of the customer can really do something with those. Mm-hmm. So that's why we need a BMS. A BMS is finally a software system, and then you can find different uh, type on the market that is able to connect all the dots, connect. Uh, all those different isolated worlds that they start as isolated and bring them to a single platform that can be um, given to the customer to create value out of them in order to make the building, high performance building in all the different KPIs that the customer is looking for. So then this is what a BMS is
0: okay perfect so it's it's something that takes as you say there's all these there's thousands of devices in a building especially you know the newer build, the more digitalized that building is the more devices something to bring them together to make them usable to make them operable uh, and to, to help the operator make sense of all these different systems uh, with that making sense making sure they're fulfilling their requirements whether it's uh, regulatory or the expectations from you know uh, sustainability or energy efficiency and i like the last one because i think that's something we'll talk about a little bit more uh, further into the conversation is that is that devices creating data on an island are useless you know somehow you have to bring all that information together and and th- even though that's the first step then have some way to make sense of that data and, and use it effectively. So you need a system in the middle, uh, almost as a as part of the stack to collect that information and, and to use it effectively.
1: Yeah, sometimes John, I like to say that the BMS, which stands for a building management system, in reality is a bridging systems so the b stands also for bridging because uh, it's also very interesting to have a system that that from one side that show data but on the other side also creates interaction between those systems which really extremely important for our customer to really glue those systems create a single value for, for yeah. them out of that
0: and, and that's a really important distinction as well because uh, you know an, analyzing data and and generating insights gives you ideas of what you could do you still need some way to actually in make that action happen right so you need you need a system and you need the, the capability to then if you decide you wanted to change something you actually have to change it you know you don't want to run around uh, manually shifting things you need something to help you go through that process and, and make the changes especially in a in a day like today and we'll talk about this as well you know so quickly um you know, this is essential to have this automated in some manner that's a great start i like it very much um you mentioned there how the BMS is central and you mentioned lots of different disciplines is in your opinion is one of the core functions of a building management system the ability to to bring these these disciplines together to to amalgamate them and put them in one place so that you can really use them together not individually
1: well in my opinion yes I mean uh, traditionally uh, in the market also in the last decades you have uh, a specialized ABM system the, very much BMS start from uh, the building automation world. That was uh, mm-hmm. one of the, the core uh, uh, assets there. But then you find also uh, uh, some of um, different systems like a DMS system, danger management, so very much focused on, on uh, finding safety and security. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to SMS, a security management system, that are much more focused on uh, um, security, like video surveillance, intrusion, access control. Um And you find uh, many 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 companies providing uh, each of those individually and then also you know giving to the market great products Uh, Mm -hmm. personally i believe that uh, um, all of those make sense but when they come all together and then you have a single platform that can you know when another put all these things uh, together interacting that creates uh, aggravated to the customer because uh, Mm -hmm. finally the customer is also dealing as i said before with many systems from the hardware point of view but now also more and more from the software and then it's quite challenging for a customer to deal with so many systems mm-hmm. because this also generates more need for uh, you know, uh, buying, uh, training, uh, uh, maintaining those. Uh, and those are final higher costs the customer is not always willing to to entertain. That's why when you have a system that is able in a reasonable, reasonable way to still be very well specialized in the different disciplines in, in the modular uh, with a modular approach, but at the same time to glue all these disciplines together, that was uh, uh, where the value is uh, is is, is increasing uh, because finally it gives a better means to the to the customer to operate with the buildings
0: yeah definitely and i think for for you and 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 for many of us that have ever visited a, a, a site an operating site and you go to the facility management building and you have you know four screens with four keyboards and four mouse mice sitting there for all the different systems you can imagine the the benefit it would be if you can start to bring them together and and turn those four screens into one screen uh, this, right. this makes a daily operation so much better.
1: Imagine you know, if you want to create a, a weekly report out of the building that is listing all the uh, alarms or even in the building. You know, if you have so many systems to deal with, then imagine how many times you have to go in each system and try to, to create this type of report. At the end, you can achieve the goal, but then to put all this data together to really create a unique view of what happens is quite challenging. And, yeah. and, and that's really a pain point that our customers are uh, telling us uh, very frequently now.
0: Yeah, perfect. Uh, I like that. And let's continue because you mentioned before that uh, building management system or BMS can also stand for bridging. Um, give us an idea of what you mean when you talk about once we have those disciplines together, that bridge between the the systems and and that data aspect uh, from a from a management perspective.
1: Well, let me give you a couple of examples. Um, like if you if you um, you work for the uh, for the you know, the building owner, or perhaps you're even uh, um, belong to a service company that uh, is, mm-hmm. is uh, working with, uh, with the owner of the building to, to, to maintain uh, the system uh, high level in terms of maintenance. At the end, uh, one of the key information you want to, to search to, to find in the building is uh, uh, what are the conditions or the, um, somehow the full condition that are uh, at the moment visible in the, in the, in the building mm-hmm. uh, so that might require you some attention in order to you know, plan some maintenance activities. Um, you want to have a, a single uh, access point to the building in order to get all these uh, conditions um, that you can uh, work on. And uh, the bridging part is there because then uh, with, with a single platform, you can really access all of those uh, in the same way rather than uh, uh, trying to, to go in, in, in every single and find and find those information. This is one example. Another example that I like to mention is uh, the example of uh, um, the following. Um, uh, Nowadays, uh, the topic of uh, energy management in the buildings, uh, not only in the commercial building, but in any building, is becoming very important, right? Because uh, we, we know the uh, the needs of, of our world to, to, to require more energies uh, for our facilities. And then it's very important to keep uh, those energy consumption under control, but also to optimize the energy consumption during the days. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, um, to achieve this result, you need a few... I'm mean, try to simplify by new little things. You need a system that is able to monitor the consumption, <laughs> but you also need a system that is able to analyze those information and finally create the actionable um, um, items so that you can change the behavior of the building in order to, to get closer to what is the, the so-called optimum. Now, a BMS that is able at the same time to monitor those conditions in terms of energy consumption and then give you the ability to implement action um, is, is very available, and that's the type of bridging of things that you can do. While if you have all the times different systems, then you have somehow to export the learning to the execution, which is, of course, uh, technically possible, but it creates a little bit more uh, hurdles to, to our customer and also to the operators. Mm-hmm. So those are two examples why the bridging part is, uh, is quite interesting and also creates aggregate uh, value. And then I can also make a more example, especially when you have to to interact with uh, um, uh, somehow protocol or or devices that just speak um, generic device that speak a protocol on a mode bus or PC uh, background. You can, you can name them. (coughs) Um, Those are usually a very simple devices that do not have a lot of uh, um, intelligence inside, meaning that they cannot really uh, have have, um, analytics uh, um, engine in it. And then if you, on top, you can put a system that is able to get or read data from a side and then create interaction logics and then can send uh, actions or commands to other system. That's also mm-hmm. very powerful because you can keep uh, somehow uh, reasonably cheap and simple the single devices, and then you can move uh, the intelligence in a programmable way on one level, <laughs> level on top of it.
0: Yeah, I like that. The, the last example that you gave where... You know, we are seeing more and more devices that are connected at, the, at a simpler level, but as you say, those devices are created for one single purpose. You know, they do one thing and they do that one thing well. So you need something to elevate it to that next level where they can then act as part of a system and, and use their ability to, to interact with the other devices within that system to be able to give you that next level of control. And then the point you had before that, which was uh, – you know, you, you kind of need you need to make a connection between the brain and the nervous system and and the muscles, right? and, and if you have one without the other, if the muscles aren't told what to do, uh, or the brain thinks but doesn't then pass that information on to uh, on to the body to make changes, then nothing happens in the end. You come up with great ideas, but there's no change in the physical world, uh, and I think that's a really important step. And and I, I'm not sure if you... Within that analogy, if you have a, an idea where the the BMS would sit, but I guess it would either be the brain or it would be the nervous system. You know, it would be that connector between between the thought process and the ideas and the actual physical action after it. I,
1: I like that analogy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one.
0: Yeah. Perfect. So so that's the BMS that we had today, and and I like that conversation because in the end, I think it's it. You know, often within the industry when we talk about BMS systems. Uh, Obviously, the technology has moved so far in the last 10 or 15 years um, that we need to kind of re, recalibrate what we imagine a, a building management system to be. What's next? You know, technology continues to move. We see now IoT being rolled out more extensively within our industry. We see cloud capabilities and, and this data this data skill that we just talked about quickly expanding in our industry. What's next for, for the BMS?
1: Well, let, let me follow up with your analogy about the brain and then uh, the mm-hmm. rest of the, of the body. Historically, the brain, as you said, was in the BMS, right? Yep. Uh And then, you know, you made a very good example about, about uh, uh, how the body works. Uh, um, what is happening now is that the brain is becoming more distributed in different mm-hmm. uh, pieces of the building. It's not anymore only on top, right? Mm-hmm. On top of the of the system, right? Now, you usually describe our building like a pyramid where uh, you have on the bottom the devices and then on, on the center you have some of the controllers or PLC and then on the top you have uh, the software and then historically <laughs> the brain uh, you can say was on the top in the BMS. <clears throat> now what we see is that also thanks to the new technologies uh, for example cloud or IoT devices uh, we see that the brain uh, we cannot say anymore that the brain will be only on top. We see that uh, devices are becoming uh, uh, smarter and smarter able to connect uh, with uh, others, other systems in any layer, so either among them directly or mm-hmm. among you know, different layers of, of the buildings. Um, meaning that you cannot just put the, the intelligence on the top, but mm-hmm. we also see that thanks to the cloud technology, you can distribute uh, also the same uh, the in different systems. For example, you might have heard about uh, edge devices or edge computing dev- uh, systems, uh, where you have uh, uh, distributed in, in, for example, in a smart gateways of mm-hmm. different kinds uh, close to where the, the system are, uh, not only the connectivity part, but also uh, uh, some intelligence to even do some, uh, uh, execute some um, a, a sophisticated a piece of software. And then mm-hmm. of course, uh, with the cloud, you can bring a lot of data in off-premise, and then there you can leverage from uh, some big data and also, um, with an you know, artificial intelligence uh, algorithm, you can also inject and create additional meanings uh, to the data that you collect individually for every building. So mm-hmm. one strong trend is definitely uh, coming from the technology uh, about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this IoT and then the cloud that is, a, is, a, is not removing the need of a BMS but it's changing the way a BMS can be offered to our systems. Mm -hmm. And uh, what makes me very much excited is that this can create a lot of new opportunities for our customers. And then I'm very happy to try to to, to provide those opportunities with new way of of creating BMS in the future. Another element that to me is also important, and uh, we see it very much when we talk about, uh, when we look at the project specification of our customer, while, Traditionally, we'll, we'll, um, in those uh, project specifications, we could read, and you know, your system has to have uh, this feature, feature A, mm-hmm. B, C, and D, then yeah. system number two, and then A, B, C, and, uh, and then a- every system was described in terms of uh, the functionality that uh, mm-hmm. uh, those has to bring. And we talk about uh, um, op- OT, operating technology there. Nowadays, yeah. we see much more uh, customer uh, describing uh, not only what the single system has to do, but even more, how the system has to interact with each other Mm -hmm. and how the system has to interact with uh, um, some of the IT infrastructure of the building, Mm -hmm. because uh, those systems now uh, have to be part of the building, not just uh, somehow connected uh, in a way or another. And that's also we see a shift from uh, uh, what we call OT, operating technology, to IT, information technology, Mm -hmm. which is also very interesting because uh, um, uh, it's forcing us uh, to change the way we create our products and mm-hmm. also the, the type of functionality we need to put uh, in our product, which uh, forces us to have a stronger harmonized uh, type, of, type of connectivity among the different layers, mm-hmm. not anymore you know, in a sequential from the bottom to the top. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's so also uh, somehow open interfaces uh, so that we, the ability to exchange data to the different system on premise, but also mm-hmm. off premise and also between uh, off premise systems, for example, cloud to cloud. So those yeah. are very visible trends that we see in the market yeah. um, for sure will uh, uh, on one side impact but that is even more important it will create uh, much more opportunities for us and for our customers.
0: understand and, and I'll quickly just try and recap some of those because they're really interesting and I you know today we're not going to be able to talk about all of them but I think that we need to because uh, yeah. first you mentioned about flexibility so so the technology now is starting to enable us to decentralize some of that that brain function some of that control function and I could imagine this would give a customer and the you know the the people designing the system and deploying the system more flexibility to make sure it fits really specifically to the requirements of that building. Then you talked about uh, cloud capabilities and cloud connectivity, and this absolutely links to connectivity in general and how you know all of the great things we talk about with data and data analytics and 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 the big data the data lake approach. Connectivity is the first step to achieving that. So the BMS obviously is a huge part of that of that connectivity um, process. Uh, and then I like the last one that you mentioned, where we we kind of have to, as an industry, also start to shift our understanding away from, um, you know, this is what the thing that you install should do, and more towards this is how the the system or the product that you install works with other products and other systems, uh, and also this is the Maybe it's more outcome focused to, to say this is what we want to achieve. What's the best way that you can that you can propose to achieve this outcome, this goal for the end customer? I think that's a huge all, all three of those are huge shifts for us as an industry. Dario, if we start one of those, we'll be here for the next hour. So so what I might do is is say thank you so much for joining us. It was an absolute mm-hmm. pleasure.
1: For me too, a very, very interesting discussion.
0: Awesome, and, and it's not going to be the last I can tell already so those three topics that we just talked about the flexibility the, the cloud capability giving us uh, you know new ways to deploy the intelligence new ways to connect systems and then the third trying to shift our thought process towards you know out, an outcome focus and trying to understand better how systems interact more importantly than you know my box does this uh, they're, they're three great things so I'm sure that we'll have some good conversations in the near future well, absolutely so thank you and thank you to everyone else who is listening or watching feel free to like comment share on this episode make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening or watching check us out and make sure that you keep your eye open for new episodes because they're always coming every week so thank you and we'll see you again soon
1: bye